Greetings from the Pharaoh of the Opera, and welcome to the second episode, which will be discussing the one and the only great music. Well, no, not the only great musical, but a great musical, the greatest of all time, Phantom of the Opera. I will try and talk about other adaptations, but I do have my favourite, so that will probably be the one that I will be speaking about, ranting about, getting overly excited about the most. A little bit of backstory. It was composed by Angela Weber, if you don't know, in and finished and first shown in 1986. The first cast being... Michael Crawford as the Phantom, and Sarah Brightman as Christine. Um, Michael Jackson first wanted to be the Phantom, but, you know, it was a new show. You know, they didn't have the budget to provide for him. But he really connected to this masked character who was, you know, he himself felt very... He was not confident in how he looked and how he was he always felt like he had a mask on both physically and emotionally so connected with the phantom and lots of people can identify with him in a way there's there's elements that i can and which is why it's been the longest running show on broadway and how it's despite a minor minor blip in 2020 when it was taken off the theatres it could not go for long as there's a audience for it there's a public for it the first production went incredibly well it was a ro- it was not intended to be a romance angelo Weber he wanted it to be a almost a, a rock opera and he didn't really like the book very much because it's based on a book by Gaston Larousse which is really good. I, I love the book. But he yeah, he wasn't wasn't fond of it. He wanted his own story. But he was convinced he had to make it a romance, which is it would be his first musical that was centred around romance. Anyway, he would write his first love duet, All I Ask of You. This is a cracking song. No, they all are. They're all great. In particular, I'm going to talk about the Phantom 25th anniversary. I wasn't a fan of the movie for for a few reasons, but I know a lot of Phantom fans came from the movie. They watched the movie. They saw, heard Gerard Butler attempting to sing, and, and they were hooked. So I won't, you know, criticize it too much, but. Yeah. The 25th happened in 2011. There will be spoilers for the show, but it, it's great. And you have Ramin Karimlu playing the Phantom, Sierra Bogues playing Christine, and Hadley Fraser playing Rao, which is. which they were all great. What I love about their portrayals is that they really show the characters in a completely different light. There are so many Phantoms. So many people playing him. They all bring something different. Who Pavaru was a very dark and sinister and intimidating phantom. He was borderline scary. Norm Lewis had a... He was the first baritone 
well, the most memorable baritone, then Colm Wilkinson, who was a very soft phantom, but was, I guess, made a more manipulative. Michael Crawford, the original, he had, I wouldn't say his was terrifying or frightening, his was definitely more romantic. But Ramin's Phantom, I would definitely say, was the best. Because of the vulnerability of the character. And when he sings the All I Ask of You reprise, you just, your heart breaks for him. And most part, and the final layer is just, all three of them did so well in that final layer. But everything about the show, the set, the direction, everyone who was casted perfectly it was although it is a more depressing musical i suppose there are so many fun bits masquerade is such an such a joyous song you know um carlotta is great and they go compare guys in it as you know a very underrated character pianji is very underrated and if you don't like the go compare guy the phantom hangs him so it's a win-win, so yeah, watch it. The, the show was choreographed by Jinian Lin, who sadly passed away. And dance in it, there's a couple of ballet numbers in it, which are beautiful. And Ramin said he was even choreographed the Phantom, as the Phantom was more about how he sounded. It was about how he moved, how he presented himself, and... Music of the Night is, even though it's mainly st- standing, there is still a there's a movement to it. How he hypnotizes Christine, which the, the story. I'll, I'll go into the beginning of the story, just for those who who haven't haven't watched it. We start with where well, we start with an auction that talks about this disaster that happened in the Paris Opera House, the fire and the bidding of a chandelier, and you have an old Raoul, who Christine is perhaps dead at this point, and he's buying these items from this disaster. Christine has, when we get to the time that it happened, and we see Christine, who's a very shy, timid ballet girl and after a disaster well not a disaster but a little mishap and Carlotta goes running off we're introduced to her and she says that she's been taught by this teacher that she can't see but she has his voice in her head telling her how to how to sing and she she sings and he hears it and then he presents himself into the mirror and this She's recently lost her father, and she's dealing with this grief. But she says her father promised that he would send her this angel of music. And the phantom comes, and she sees this, what she believes is either her father's ghost and her angel of music, and she follows him. And this is where we get to music of the night, before you get the title song but then it's just this gentle moment where she's like oh, okay maybe it's not my father's not my father's ghost but they connect together 
And Sierra, even though she doesn't sing in this part, she does say that it's her favourite part of the show. She just loves how it's so beautiful and moving. And it's just, it's the phantom and he's, she's enamoured. She feels her soul is soaring with him. And this teacher, this voice, is it becomes a real person. And it's, it's a real tender moment and they connect and then she eventually falls asleep in his in his arms and she's so at peace with him and so I guess hypnotized by him quite literally to go to sleep now he will then play the organ really loudly that does not wake her up the music box of the monkey which has the tune of masquerade that does wake her up so she's curious, who is who is this man? Is he my father? Is he the man in the mask? She takes the mask off and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, I'm not going to go just tell you absolutely everything that happens. But it's a little back. You just need that background for all the music of the night. Analysis. It's essential. But this is how Ramin and Sierra do it so well. When she takes the mask off and he throws her down. You have this vulnerability with the Phantom who sees that he's hurt Christine and that she's frightened and, you know, almost swears under his breath and says, you know, damn, Christine, no. After screaming and going a little bit off on one, he has this calmness and Sierra has such a compassionate Christine that empathises with the Phantom. Most of the Christines are terrified and quite repulsed but she had hers was very gentle with him and she was not scared when the mask came off it was when he started screaming and then she would gently hand back this mask and then as soon as the mask goes on his unapproachable quite manipulative nature comes back which is a really clever way of showing how a mask can hide your vulnerabilities which is evident in the final there but in that moment how he would say about that he's in hell but he secretly yearns for heaven and a beast that dreams of beauty and that's what he sees christine as is that this heaven this beauty that can save him from his loneliness and isolation who had from this man who has been caged and ridiculed for his looks and his deformity from birth and has lives underground in an opera house that he torments and haunts but he's alone and with Christine he's no longer alone they have this connection with music now Raoul he's the other suitor which Hadley he is an amazing row. One of the only rows that I'm like, okay, I can kind of see Christine and Rao being a thing. He's great. Great baritone. Beautiful voice. His face kind of reminds me of Ewan McGregor a little bit. But yeah, love Hadley. Big fan girl. He has a very... Most rows are kind of pathetic. And a bit, you know. But he's, he's a little bit more command about him. He has a presence about him as well. And his voice is just, just so nice and deep and rich. And when he sings, it's so romantic and gentle. And 
The Phantom, he will continue tormenting Christine, almost into madness, still manipulating her, saying that he is this, her father, this angel to command her to sing for him, otherwise disasters will happen. And he kills someone because, I don't know, the theatre were annoying him and they weren't letting Christine sing. Which is fair, if you don't do your job well. You know. And he reminds them that their place is, is in the office, it's not in the arts, you know, the managers. So I, I'll give him that one. That one he gets a pass. So he becomes this opera ghost. But he's been this opera ghost of this opera house for years. And he ups it. He takes it up a notch. And being an inventor and apology, he's able to do certain tricks to make it seem like he's very ghost-like, making pianos go without touching them and his voice coming in all sorts of directions. But as he grows more, I guess, aggressive with Christine, she's growing stronger to Raoul. And Sierra Borges, she can have chemistry with anybody. And she has chemistry with a pair of them. It's great. And you have the All I Ask of You, this great love duet. And it's it's promising and it's it's so beautiful. It's promising to shield someone from darkness. And it, when you contrast it to Music of the Night, the Phantom wanted her to bring her to the darkness so that she can become musically greater, so she become his muse and that his her voice is because of him. And then you have Rao, this very light character who's promising her, you know, let me be your light. Let me guide you. You won't have to be afraid. And she says, you know, she said, all I want is freedom. I want light. And I I don't want to be scared. I don't want, I want to be hidden. It shows she's in a, she's a very vulnerable character. And she's going through so much grief. That she just wants, she does want this freedom. She does not want to be in any more darkness she's had so much of it she wants this light and Rao provides her with that this security he was her old childhood friend who she he knew her father he would tell stories and remind her of her father in a way that the phantom does but in a he uses her father to manipulate her and the moment that makes Christine the gr- Sierra the greatest Christine, even Angela Webber says that she's the greatest Christine, was Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again, that song, which is my favourite of the soundtrack. It is the most beautiful song. It's probably my favourite song ever, actually. And how she sings it is gorgeous. That violin solo at the beginning, oh, gorgeous. Goosebumps. But this is where she's visiting the grave of her father after there being so much dilemma so much put on her shoulders to defeat this phantom which she doesn't know she could she's torn between herself is he is this this angel of her she's and she sympathizes with him that he's he inspired her voice but does she have a choice she needs to she wants to live so she's pleading with her father to, you know, she that she's wishing that he was here, but she give it, pleading with her, him to give her strength to get through this and to live 
in a world without him. And it's the most beautiful moment of the show. And it's just simple. It's just Sierra on a stage in a gorgeous cape, just singing her heart out. And how she does it is just it's so different from all of the other Christines. It's it's angry, it's but in a way passionate, but it's it's just it's sorrowful as well. And it's the point that Chris in the show that Christine opens her eyes and stops being as naive and becomes stronger. And she, for that moment was for her. But the moment with the Phantom that really gets to me is the um, All I Ask of You reprise. It's got to be the most gorgeous thing because you, you ship um, Christine and Raoul and All I Ask of You. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's cute. And then you have the Phantom who overheard that and Ramin's just in tears. You know... And the betrayal in his voice and how he sings it, the anger. Yeah, but then after wishing, you have um, Wandering Child, which is the three of them. Raoul, Christine, and um, Phantom. And he is, again, trying to get Christine to come to him, the Phantom is. After visiting, saying again that he is she's his, her angel. And you have Raoul there who's trying to bring her back. And like, you know, he's he's not your father. But you, in usual shows, it is just between... It's a moment between Christine and the Phantom. But for the 25th anniversary, they thought they would bring back it being the three of them. Which for the production, I thought it, it worked really, really well. I mean, it, it's a gorgeous moment. I mean, every single moment in this, the whole production is gorgeous. And there's... So many great moments. There's moments that you you laugh. You know, there is humour in it. There is joy in it. But then you leave feeling much more compassionate and empathetic towards this phantom, this creature, who isn't that because of his... As, as Christine says, it's not your... It's not your face. It's your soul that's distorted. But how Ra- how Ramin does it, it, you just, you understand how lonely this character's been and how he doesn't know how to connect with people, talk to people. He's been hidden away from them, isolated from them. That, you know, he has some issues socially, he doesn't know, you know, which is relatable. But he has got to realise that stalking, murder... And kidnapping is not how you're going to get the girl, but it is how you make a great musical. And for some reason, you, you ship them regardless because they're just, they're great. And the final layer, that is when you, when everyone is casted brilliantly. It is the moment of the show where the Phantom, where they all have it out. And they all develop and they all change. You have Sierra, her Christine being so frustrated with the Phantom. And at this point, he's, you know, he has Raoul hanging and makes an ultimatum like, you choose me or Raoul dies. But even in this point, he's vulnerable 
he is saying you learn about his past and how how a mask was his unfeeling scrap of clothing his first and how he earned his mother's loathing and we sympathize with him and so does Christine and it's a heartbreaking moment especially how Ramin does it but then after the hanging of Rao well Rao's not dead you have Christine pleading but you also have her she's finally had enough of this phantom and she says that these tears I might have shed for your dark fate have grown cold and they turn to tears of tears of hate she begins to hate this man and see who he really is not physically because at, at this point his mask is off but what his soul is like this is where and this is where she tells him that his soul is distorted not his face but then she still sympathizes with this character and with Ramin, the Phantom, and how it's done. That she finally says to him, like how he says, "It's it's the, it's my face. You're horrified by it." And she's like, she followed him blindly, which is a a gorgeous moment, and it ends with her teaching him and showing him that he's not alone so she kisses him twice which is just a real gorgeous moment and he's moved by this he realizes he's he's not alone but then maybe realizes that because if this beautiful amazing woman can kiss him he can't be that hideous and if she can even love him because he loves her and he is being hunted at this point he realizes and he knows there's no other option but to let her go and Raoul go and yeah he tells her to leave leave this angel in hell and he screams Ramin does at the stairs for them to leave her to leave him but a real beautiful moment comes after that where Christine comes and gives him back the ring and the most heartbreaking moment of any musical of anything is when he says to her or sings to her how he does it in his broken but soft voice is that he loves her the Christina I love you is just yeah it's one of those things gives you the feels and most productions she just she kind of runs and does a, a quick little cry but Sierra at this you can see that it's she's in tears at this part and she kisses his hand and she's just uncontrollably crying like all of us and she leaves she walks up the stairs but then she turns to the phantom and she sings to him all I ask of you she goes you know say you'll love me you know one life and one lifetime and you have Rao, and then he comes to her and just gently offers his hand. Just being like, whatever you do, I'm I'm here for you. After the Phantom, he also, I mean, gives her the the nod that for her to go with him. And, yeah, they're both so gentle with her at this point. 
but she takes one last look at the phantom and she joins joins Raoul. It's a beautiful production. Then you have all of them come out. Andrew's there, he comes out as well. Then you have um a few of the other phantoms, including Michael Crawford, come out as well after the whole production's over. And they they do a little they do a little sing song. And Sierra um Sarah Brightman makes an appearance as well. But it just shows how many people were involved in the show. And you have a, a drunk Gillian Lynn, like <laughs> hanging on to Michael Crawford. And it's just hilarious. But it is my favourite for so many reasons. I, I hope I didn't just go on about what happens in the show too much without explaining so much why, but yeah, I, I love the portrayals of it. And the only thing about those three people and how amazing they were and how amazing this whole production was, it's really the best version of the show you're ever going to get. But it's ruined me seeing any other cast or any other production of it. It's like, I can't go, as much as I want to see it live, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be looking at it and going like, yeah, yeah, you aren't Sierra, you aren't Ramin. And like, you know, why is this Raoul singing so high? He should, you know, and where's his eyeliner? It's, yeah. But in a great way, it will ruin it for you. <laughs> but, and the sequel, Love Never Dies, um, mm, I know it's, it's hated for its plot and its story, but, yeah, the music is gorgeous in that. But anyway, we're on Phantom, I might give that its own little episode, who knows. But I love how open that ending was as opposed to most other versions of the show, it it still shows Christine as not quite making her decision yet, as the show was not necessarily about her deciding, oh, is it going to be Ralph, is it going to be the Phantom, but she had... Christine's really the main character of this show. The Phantom is very quite mysterious, and he's not shown until a few songs later. Uh, physically, he's quite absent. You hear his voice more than you see him. But Sierra, she's turned Christine into it. Normally, a timid, a timid, you know, soprano into a the heroine of the story. And she really, I suppose, saves the day with compassion. And I mean, he he didn't ignore the bad that the phantom did and made it like oh you know what you know a couple of murders you know is is fine because i'm really sad he doesn't gloss over it but he's just he's so vulnerable and so even though his voice is commanding in some ways because he has a lovely lovely tenor voice but he can also sing really softly but it has a, he has a ping a ping to his voice in some of the some of the songs especially in the phantom and uh, harshness, but yeah, his voices, their voices are amazing, which is one thing why I don't really like the movie so much, is because the Phantom and Christine, they're meant to have hypnotic voices, but Butler and um, Emmy Rosen, they just, they don't have, they didn't have those voices. If it was just a movie, if it was based on the book, and it wasn't a musical, I'm sure they would be good, even though the deformities on Gerard Butler, it was it was sunburn. 
but you know they just they didn't have those voices that captivate you and they just they went by went by the script a lot so the 25th anniversary it was just it's spectacular version of the show i love the show anyway i do enjoy other phantoms and other christines rebecca luca who recently passed was a was a gorgeous christine she had a beautiful soprano voice colm is a is a great was a great phantom i did like his phantom but his role is Le Miz. he's the best jean valjean jean valjean i don't know what you call it how you want to say it but yeah that's his and even though ramin he was the youngest phantom that role is is now his and i can't see anyone else doing it and do well doing it as well as what he did and yeah so many tears i cry at so many points of that show and yeah i have a few favorite songs wishing is my my favorite my favorite song it is beautiful anyone who's grieving who has lost someone i think that really hits home that really touches you in such a wonderful way because and that's a, the most relatable point is asking for strength to live without someone which is can be impossible when you're when there's someone you really cared about and loved and obviously still do and the, and the idea of, of living in a world without them you think that's that's impossible you can't go on without this person in it so yeah that was just a really beautiful moment um i'm just thinking of all i love all the songs masquerade when i do want to just like really feel a little bit joyous feel a little bit uplifted it's one of those songs every every musical has that song that just it's most of the cast together they're all singing and dancing and it's just it's a little calm before the storm um why say silent was good I, i mean i say good that's underselling it a bit the whole soundtrack is awesome the story is awesome um the it's a, the books it is very different from the book in some ways um i mean there's characters in it and the phantoms is slightly slightly more violent in the book but he's fine with that and he's less sad and you know he's pretty much accepted there is also a, it's not this is not the only uh, musical production of phantom there was also um, Phantom, the an American production, which is also gorgeous. It's a very different story. There's no Raoul in this story, and there's a um, you are music. That's a beautiful one. I cried at um, <laughs> you are my son. I cried at that song. No, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, so if you like Phantom of the Opera and you want to listen to something or find a soundtrack that is similar to that, try that Phantom as well. Um, Jekyll and Hyde, that's a great one if you like Phantom. You can check out Love Never Dies, check out the soundtrack. But I think how the Phantom ended with the openness of that ending and the characters, they went through, they became very different people and they changed for the better. I think it's best to leave it there. There were another musical soundtrack with. Sarah and Ramin, it's just, yeah, you got it, still love that. 
And the best bit about it is how close Ramin and Sierra are. I love their friendship and every time they sing together it's just amazing. And how even though they're most of the time they do play enemies, um, Hadley and Ramin, uh, when um Ramin played Gmail John in La Miz and Hadley was playing Javert. They were at each other's throats, but you know, he's the he named his um, Ramin named his son after Hadley. So there's a great friendship, great bond, and which you don't get that with films. You don't get actors who create this really bond for life. It's rare because it's all about every friendship is exploited to sell tickets for the for the movie. Whereas you can see these chemistries and these friendships, they transform onto the stage. Well, they translate onto the stage. And you get this really magical experience. And though it is um, recorded on a on a format, when you watch it, you do feel like you're in the you're in a theatre. You're experiencing this, and it's truly amazing. There's nothing nothing like a theatre, no matter how you experience it. Now, digitally, is the way that we can experience theatre, but it it's so valuable because it shows like Phantom that have. There's so many jobs in it, and especially when you t- have everyone, all of the cast come out, um, including you have royal ballet dancers, and you have orchestras, you have so many people, the lighting, the directing, the set directors, they all come out, you see there's so many jobs that are created through theatre. And in theatre, every single one of them is appreciated, they all come out in curtain call. It's not just the actor and the director that are overpaid and well-known. They're just, it's a collective thing. When one thing goes wrong, it impacts everything else. And when someone does something right, or job's done right, it makes the whole show amazing. And that's a show that's been going for, for over 30 years. And it's still just as fresh and still as, as relevant today. And it's getting more fans each each day and it is because we can identify with any one of these characters we identify with a, a grieving christine as everyone's knows some kind of grief we identify with the loneliness of the phantom and we do and i suppose identify a Raoul to some degree even though he's not considered to be as shippable as <laughs> um phantom and christine he still has a lot of qualities especially with hadley's portrayal of him is that he just wants to protect the person he loves and hopefully we all can relate to that like you want to protect someone from all danger but you realize you you can't and you want to free free everybody but it's how well written how well acted and thought about it's all everything about these characters considered even how, how they move and everything and the actors did a fantastic job I've probably said that five dozen times, but, you know, I do love this cast more than anything. That's because they've done so much, so much with this show, and they revolutionised every single character. Watching other productions, The Phantom's not the same. He's not as vulnerable in all productions, depending on the actor. 
Christine isn't as under most underestimate Christine and don't necessarily understand what she's going through or appreciate her. But with Sierra, it's very obvious. And she's, yeah, you see her in such a new light. And usually, everyone ignores Raoul. But you can't ignore Raoul when he's Hadley Fraser. Yeah, but also, I, I've, spoken about the, <laughs> I've spoken about the actors a lot. But not so much about the composer. Andrew, this is his best musical to me. Well, this is the best musical to me anyway. But out of his work, this is... This is the best. It has such a classical sound to it, but also a very... It's definitely inspired by rock music as well. And the music is so... The, the violins, the string instruments are very beautiful in this, especially in... Before wishing I mentioned that um, violin solo, it is gorgeous. And how the, the patterns of the music reprises of the score... It's, just, it's very timeless, unlike Cats, which can, some of the music can be a bit dated, and especially with the costumes and things like that, but the Phantom, you can, you can put anywhere, you can keep it going for as long as possible, you can translate it into whatever version you want, and it just works, but Andrew, he saw, I mean, the Phantom is a composer, much like Andrew. And he was married to Sarah Brightman, who was the original Christine, who he still refers to as his angel of music. So even he saw a lot of himself in the Phantom. And he and Christine was based pretty much on Sarah Brightman. And it, it's just really interesting to see what it's what it became when you got the twenty fifth anniversary, which is about it's gonna be about ten years this year. It's gonna be about ten years old, which is which is crazy. But hopefully, means we can just get a. Another anniversary show with the same cast, but that doesn't. Yeah, no, don't think that's likely, but it's just perfect. And it was, it's the last time had um, Ramin played the Phantom. After that, that was his that was his performance. So he was he was done with the Phantom. But that, what a great way to say goodbye to that character than to have everybody who worked in it have other Phantoms there, including Colm, who Ramin used to understudy for, and it, who he admires. Now he's there being the, the greatest phantom in the greatest production. That was the first time um, Hadley, and the only time Hadley's ever played Raoul. It's probably been the first time, and he was the only one who's ever done it, The fir- who did it first. All of them did it beforehand. And he did a spectacular job. Sierra, I don't think she will stop being Christine. She's been Christine for many years, and she still says, she, yeah, if she could, she would be Christine again. And I hope so, because she's so amazing. I'm not obsessed with the show at all. I just, I like it. It's okay. But yeah, I will perhaps leave it there as I've, yeah. Although, I, I again, I could talk for a long time about how much, how great The Phantom is. But thank you very much for listening again, if you're, if you're here from the first episode. And I hope to be making more. Thank you very much. Farrah out.